0: Hey everyone, thank you very much for tuning in and welcome back to the Ground Karate Podcast. This is where you're going to get all of your beginner jiu-jitsu information, the stuff they don't tell you when they sign you up, and little tips and tricks to help make your jiu-jitsu not suck so bad for the first two and a half years. I wholeheartedly believe that a beginner in jiu-jitsu is from zero days from day one, zero days, all the way up to two and a half years. And sometimes people um, supersede those expectations. Sometimes they fall short and take a little while longer. So today's problem is what do I work on? That's a, that is a, a consistent question that I get from people that have experienced the basics of jujitsu. They've gotten through their, their basic course And are now free to almost explore uh, unhindered the art of jiu-jitsu. And just as a little uh, uh, sidetrack here, I fully support the exploration of jiu-jitsu. I never tell people to not look at the internet, to not get on YouTube, ever. When I do tell people is to uh, make sure that the content that they are taking in is quality content because straight up there's a lot of hacks out there you can find uh jujitsu pages that are absolutely ridiculous and the techniques on there are from guys that might have a purple belt they might have uh you know a blue belt but straight up their jujitsu is bad and you're learning it and if you're if you're taking in these videos and you do these reps as a bad instruction tells you you then have to unlearn a bad technique and that sorry to tell you takes a lot longer than learning one correctly you have to correct the bad technique before you can even learn the new one so be careful of the content that you take in that's why we supply uh videos that we're constantly doing stuff on facebook and instagram as far as technique goes and we'll have a members website where we can go and check out uh, different positions that uh, our instructors have have filmed and detailed for them so pretty cool little little add-on for being at the academy here so what do you train like i said uh, most instructors have a curriculum that they follow and have their uh, instructors follow uh, and this is a guideline so First and foremost, it needs to be a technique that fits your body type. I am not going to have someone that is 260 pounds and deconditioned try to do uh, a consistent daily heave move. We're going to try to get something that is a little easier for them to accomplish, like half guard. You know, half guard is a good big guy game. It's a little easier to start in when you're that much larger and a little easier when you're deconditioned. So like closed guard is not something that I would have a beginner large person deconditioned person do. It just doesn't fit well. Um, They're not going to be good at it and it's going to take more work and uh, mental work to keep them interested in that than it would something that they can immediately be successful in. So you have to have uh, a curriculum that encompasses this type of thing. So what else can you work on? Uh, things that you really enjoy. And that, I think that that is something that uh, a lot of people lose sight of. Uh, you, of course, you have to drill and do the things that you don't like to do. So something that is easier for big folks is not as easy for lar- or for smaller guys, and that would be half guard. I mean, whether you're big or small, if you're in half guard, it's not going to feel good. It's, it's going to be uncomfortable. You're going to get smashed. You're going to have a hard time. But as a smaller person, like straight up, it just sucks, man, to be in half guard and have to deal with that. So we teach smaller, uh, smaller folks different things. So – um Find things that you are comfortable with and things that you enjoy. So if you think that the triangle is the coolest submission that you can possibly do to someone, do that triangle and try to do it as many times as possible through any kind of position from mount, from, from uh, side control, from closed guard, from overhook closed guard, from whatever, butterfly hook, daily heva, anything. Just look for the opportunity to catch your legs in that position. So I think that you know what you should drill is very subjective to the person that is choosing to drill something. Uh, I think that you should be doing something A that you enjoy, B that fits your body type, and C something that hopefully your instructor or professor has uh, suggested to you Uh, at our academy we have a we have a very personal relationship with all of our clients and the relationship extends off of the mat most of the times so this allows us to you know find out what we like about your what what that person enjoys what that person likes and then we get into their jujitsu as well as what position that they gravitate towards most often, the first position that you learn, the first submission that you learn, is going to be the one that you take into battle every single time. Uh, I made a, a, another one of our, on a prior podcast about how I relate jiu-jitsu to a free roam video game. And that first weapon that you use is like the axe that you begin with that just freaking sucks. But eventually, with enough time on the mat, with enough experience, with enough gained XP that you actually make that weapon deadly. Uh, So drill what you really want to be. If you don't know what you can be, which is often the case with beginners, this is where you should ask your instructor. Coach, what do you think a good position for me to drill is? And take the information. This is a big deal because sometimes if you have a good coach, they're going to tell you something that you may not want to hear. Hey, coach, I want to play Daily Heva. Well, bro, like your guard recovery really, really sucks. So let's try to stay away from Daily Heva for a minute and let's go with guard retention drills. And after I'm comfortable with you retaining a guard, say half guard to full guard or whatever, then we can move on to a more advanced guard. So there are definitely limitations that are going to be placed on these things that you want to be good at. But listen to your instructor, listen to your coach, take his advice. And if you still want to do those positions, do extra work. And that's the best way, the most respectful way that I think that you can interact with your coaches without going against directly against um, the wishes that he has or the instructions that he's given. Uh, I think that that's an important factor. Uh, So there's just another way um, to, you know, work on something. And y'all, nothing says that if you want to do twisters, work on twisters. Oh, well, my academy doesn't allow, tw- allow twisters. Well, your academy sucks. <laughs> that's, that's my opinion. Uh, there are some places that don't allow certain things. Uh, I believe that if you're training for a certain skill set or a certain rule set, that this certainly may apply. But there, in my opinion, should be no limitation to someone developing an art. And the limitation should definitely be coming from structure. So at one level, you definitely learn this. At the next level, the next step, you definitely learn this. But I believe that withholding information for sometimes years on end is ignorant. For lack of better terms We teach all of Jiu Jitsu And I think that that is A very important thing That has gone missed From a lot of Jiu Jitsu schools That they're teaching something um, Based on Something that they'll never compete in Or something that doesn't affect them If I have somebody that is never Going to be a competitor Why, why On earth should I not show him A knee bar I mean, why wait eight years till he's a brown belt? Why should I do that? So I always, like when people ask me questions about things like this, I'll totally show them. And then I'll explain to them, like, look, if you're going to do this, you need to do it with extreme caution, just like any other submission. We're not cranking on arm bars. We're not cranking on knee bars. We're not trying to put people to sleep in here. We are practicing an art and perfecting that art. But to withhold information from your students, to me seems dishonest, um, and just I think a little pretentious. I guess is a probably a but not dishonest. Probably a better way to say that would be just pretentious. Teach jujitsu, enjoy jujitsu. If you can't get the information from your instructor that you're looking for, why are you there? And I think that that's a that's a pretty solid question that any. Uh, that you should ask of any service that you pay for. So if you're not getting what you want from it, why are you purchasing it? Anyway, y'all, remember, drilling, I think, especially as a beginner, is extremely important. I think it's just as important as going over concepts, but repetition for beginners is is really key. Uh, Whether it's a concept repetition or whether it's a technique and, and drill position, Uh, Just remember to be consistent. I think that along with repetition, consistency is the number one thing that people miss as beginners. Go to jiu-jitsu as much as you can and go with a plan. I want to get better at the whatever sweep. I want to get better at whatever submission it is. Remember to have that plan and ask questions around that plan. All right, y'all. love you very much. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, train hard, train smart, listen to your instructors, and have a wonderful, wonderful day.